What's up guys, Kelvin from Winter Circle, and on this episode we're talking to the Andy Brothers. These brothers are the CEOs of the Andy Factory. They have created one of the top selling mumble sauces in the DMV area. We're discussing with them about negotiation in business and why it's so important in life. Let's go check out our conversation. See uh, the Andy Factory brothers on the Winter Circle show. Welcome guys. Welcome, thank you for having us. Of course, of course, man. So first off, like for those that don't even know what mumbo sauce is and, you know, how staple it is to our city in D.C., um, you mind telling everybody, you know, about the mumbo sauce, uh, what you guys are doing and just the whole story behind it. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know what mumbo sauce is, it's this amazing sauce that um, originated in the D.C. area. Um, usually you go to the carryouts and you would uh, put on your chicken. Yeah. Um, it's really, really awesome. And it's really amazing. And my mom grew up with it. And when we moved out of the area, um, she missed it. And this was, uh, years, years ago, like 14, some years ago, and she really missed it. So she kind of whipped up her own. Um, and we were always homeschooled as kids. Right. And so years after she whipped up her own recipe, I had a business project when I was 12. And I wanted to sell the mumble sauce that we've been making in our house um, because people used to really, really loved it. And whenever we did party, they would always ask for extra to bring home. Mm. Um, so I worked on it and I went to my first pop-up shop. Uh, it was a Christmas pop-up shop. And I sold out within like a, an hour or two. And then the next time I did a pop-up shop, again, I, I would just sell out. And then the next time people loved it, right? Mm-hmm. And, but I never did anything with it because our father was still in the house and he was actually um, a physician. So I never really had to push it any further than just a couple pop-up shops whenever I just felt like it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, he actually left um, 2018. Mm-hmm. And about a year after that in 2019, our van broke down. Um, it's a kind of old car uh, with a lot of miles and it just broke down. And my mom asked for his help but he wouldn't help us. And he said that we had to live like we had no money. Wow. Um, and that was really kind of hurtful to me because he's been supporting us um, and helping my mom. Uh, they were married for like 20 some years. Mm-hmm. Um, that time was like 20, 20 25 20, years, yeah. um, dating for 30 and knew each other since nine. Mm-hmm. So it was really devastating to me and my brother when we heard him tell our mother that. So we decided, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to, you know, let this, let that, that the action of one person affect our whole entire family, and then me and B's future family and my our siblings' future family. We weren't gonna let that happen. So we incorporated on August sixteenth. Um, we got our graphic designer. We got our bottle labels. We got um, our website. We got um, insurance. We got everything that we needed. And yeah. on November seventeenth of two thousand, um, what was it, nineteen? We got a first shipment of about 500 bottles, and within like two or three weeks, we sold out. It was November 16th. We November 16th. 17th, so we sold it. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And we really hustled it. And then by December, we were in one restaurant on Channel 9 and sold about. It was about 400, 500 bottles. Yeah, about, about 300 more. I remember we had, we had to get yeah, another right. shipment. Um, and again, we just kept on hustling and hustling. And then we got on more news channels. We got on, um, we got in more restaurants. We got in BK Miller's, which um, if you're not yeah. from this area, it's up in Clinton. 
Yeah, uh, clutch. Beacon yeah. of the so clutch. <laughs> yeah, and it was really awesome when he saw our uh, NBC4 interview. He um, called B or emailed B and was like, hey, I want to meet you guys. Um, I saw you on Channel 9. And mm-hmm. our mom explained to us um, that, yeah, this is a really big deal. Because um, we would drive by it all the time, and my mom used yeah. to go in there. But with a whole bunch of kids that she had, it was just kind of hectic. Mm-hmm. But she said, no, nah, this is a really big deal. And we went in there, and we were like, wow, this is amazing. So, but we've been really hustling. And I would say by now, we've probably sold about about six or 7,000 more bottles. Whoa. Yeah, in our first year. In the first year, man, you guys are killing. First of all, that's a really inspiring story just about how you guys use that troubling time to propel you guys to actually make the business and do an awesome job, get on the the, uh, the news and actually put yourself out there, you know? So I think that's a very powerful, inspirational um, story to uh, you share with us. So thank you for that. And yeah, that that's that's awesome. Um, even the first year for businesses, you know, people don't even get all that stuff out the ground, let alone make it to the news. Um, yeah. So, man, you guys are killing the game. 6,000 bottles of mumble sauce. I know people love the sauce. And if you guys are not from the DMV area, this is like, it's a staple. It's like, you know, it's like having your bread, you know, you have to have mumble sauce when you have fries or something. But yeah. the fact that you guys are able to sell 6,000, 6,000 bodies of bottles and then some, is just awesome. So, and I'm pretty sure that took a lot of conversations, a lot of negotiations to, to get in the news. And you talked about BK Miller and getting there. So you mind um, just giving us a little rundown of like how that first, you know, when you made that business, when you made you guys uh, the, the Mumble Sauce as a business and you had that first, you know, client to be in the store. Um, tell us a little bit about how that experience was of just getting, you know, the, the sauce out there, um, allowing to sell it at, at the store and stuff like that. So like what what happened the first time you guys actually walk into a store to actually put this on shelves and start selling that? Uh, we walked in there, me and Andy, I remember, were a little nervous because I didn't know what to expect because this was like the first time we'd been in like a, a store store mm-hmm. um, to sell our sauce. And it went by a lot better than, uh, like a lot better than I could have imagined. Yeah. Um, we negotiated, we, uh, we were honest with what we wanted to do, our, mm-hmm. what we were going to, what was up, and he was receptive of that. So we didn't really have to pull out our negotiating tricks, but uh, mm. it, it, it worked out really well for us. Um, but yeah, walking in was, uh, I was trying to stop myself from shaking because I have a thing right <laughs> anxious. My leg starts bouncing a lot. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah we, like, yeah, we all got a thing. I think for me, my, my hands get really sweaty. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, I know. <laughs> cool. But, yeah. Well, what was in the arsenal, though? Um, so you said that, you know, you guys had negotiation tactics ready, though. So what were they? Like, what did you have in, like, you know, your pocket if needed um, the first time? Well, one of my negotiating tactics is, well, because I have, like, what, five siblings? So I negotiate a lot, trying to get <laughs> a lot of stuff. So one of the things that I will do with them is I might fight without fighting. Mm. Like, because when you're negotiating, you're not necessarily arguing back and forth you're trying to say hey i want this and you want this let's mm-hmm. figure out how we can make this work me in the middle yeah me in the middle so one thing that we might have done with the um a, a store is we can say hey we can lower your the cost per bottle but it might take longer to deliver 
Um, or another thing that they might say is, hey, we want faster delivery. Well, that might raise the price up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But just kind of talking it out with them and not necessarily being like, Sure, we fighting. got you. Yeah, for fighting, with, fighting with them or saying, yeah. or con- con- what is the word? Capitulating? Capitulating? I don't know. I have a big vocabulary. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, that's a big word. Capitulating. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> pretty sure it's capitulating. Okay. Okay. So, so and, and you guys talked, you talked about like how the first thing you guys going, um, you guys were scared to actually, you know, actually use that in a business standpoint but you guys have always been negotiating having a big family and i think really having siblings is the best way to learn how to go negotiate um <laughs> but for those that don't have you know troublesome uh siblings and can't get that experience what do you think is the best way to to learn that skill to actually know how to put yourself on the table negotiate and get you know a common ground to 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 get this going i would say the best way to 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 get what's the word the practice yeah the practice the ability to negotiate is um think about it before you get into a situation that you know you're about to negotiate before you go to the car dealership before you go into a job interview before you go um into the bank asking for money or whatever uh you should know kind of what you're going to say and what you're willing to do for this Deal right, like a want. mental script about like a what mental, you want, yeah, what a mental you think script. they're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. You know, I try, always try to have like a, a game plan, even if I don't know pervade what I'm going to say, but at least, you know, if they ask me certain questions, I know how to answer that, you know, just some guidelines for like conversation, especially negotiation. And it takes a long way, you know, and I think a lot of people try to, to have everything down to point, but I'm always, you have to, sh- uh, at least uh, uh, some talking points and uh, some guidelines for conversations. It could take a long way um, to actually get in what you what you want and when you can negotiate for business. Um, yeah. And besides the first time you guys um, went to your first store, what was another? I guess the hardest, you know, negotiation. I guess um, conversation or situation you guys go through um, besides like the first time you guys doing it. What would you say? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I guess it's, I guess I never really think about when I'm negotiating, but if I had to say one time that was another time that we had to negotiate, I would say was with our graphic designer. Oh, okay. um, but we had to negotiate, hey, we kind of want this. And then she said, hey, we want this we want you to have this. And we just had to negotiate all that and negotiate what we wanted her to do. And just, cause she had package, right? Um, mm-hmm. So you, kind of, you had to get the package, um, but we only wanted some things in the package. Oh, um, okay. That was kind of like our, uh, another time that we had to negotiate. Mm-hmm. So, so how would, in that sense, you know, cause I know that could be very tough is that there's like a whole, you know, bunch of things that someone's given to you, but you only want like two or three things. And, you know, like I said, it's a package, you can't really take things out. And you also want to spec their business too. Um, So, you know, how would you, how would people, I guess, um, navigate that situation without being too demanding or, you know, trying to not discredit someone's business, but like dissimilate in a sense. Um, So how would you meet like that, that middle to, to get exactly what you need, but also, you know, don't be rude, but be assertive, I would say. Yeah. Like, 
put, know when to put your foot down, but don't be like a jerk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, in some cases, you might need to be a jerk about it, but <laughs> out that way. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to kind of always be willing to not do the deal. Yeah, and know when to walk away. That's yeah. Thing. You kind of have to uh, know when. Wait, you have to know. Well, first of all, our graphic designer, she's amazing. She never was a problem at all. Um, I just want to say that. But mm-hmm. sometimes you might have to say, this this deal isn't working out for me. Um, I know my uncle gave me a, 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 a pep talk, a pep talk a the other day when I was talking about a car. Because oh, I just yeah. got my license. Um, he was like, when I went to buy a car, he was like, hey, I want you to pay this price. But he wanted to pay this price. And he said, nah, I can't do that. And he he walked away. Um, and not paid the higher price. And then he got a car, same car for the exact price at another dealership. Oh. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. Mm. Well, for the price that he wanted. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, didn't, he didn't just settle with the guy that said, no, I can only give you for this price. Mm. So you kind of always have to be willing to kind of walk away, step back um, and try something else. Yeah. And I think it goes to knowing your worth, you know, is that, there's a lot of opportunities. And sometimes when we see that the, the one that looks the best or the best one right now, and we want to jump onto it, you know, we're, we're all, you know, hungry to, to, to be great. So we don't want to waste too much time, but I think we just gotta, like you said, like, like no one went to walk away or they're not even open up those doors um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, see what else is out there. And there's no one to actually turn, turn around and look for something else. Um, it's been countless times for me in my life that, you know, I've been head over heels, whether in business or just personal life. And, you know, if I wait a little bit more, just ask more questions or just took a pause, like I had better deals um, with, with a lot of things. So in business, if we definitely just take some time just to, to look at what's at the table and then actually figure out like, hey, is this the really best thing for me? And be okay when the answer is no. I think we'll be definitely uh, be better in negotiation and having the better deals um, when dealing with things like that. Yeah, yeah. So how how do people? So another thing too about it is that you could think of the other side of the coin. A lot of people want to people please. So mm. people want to you know get some service of somebody, but you know they either are asking for too much or too little from what, what you need. And you, you want to endorse the business, you want to give, you know, uh, you know, your dollars to them. Um, but sometimes you kind of like put their service over your needs. Um, so, and your guys thoughts, how do people, in a sense, don't negotiate without people pleasing to get exactly what they need, but also don't be, and you guys said before, rude, um, but on the other side. For me, uh, I know my personal life, per- personal life. I am a, a very big people pleaser, like mm-hmm. around things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I'm still working on. And something that I'm learning how to do is, I think you said it before, is to like know my own self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know the things that, or I'm learning the things that, look, this is what I need. This is what um, I can give. Yeah. yeah. And I need to start drawing boundaries more clearly and break them less. You know, I don't do things that are make me uncomfortable or aren't good for me. And that goes to business too, I guess. Yeah. Where you need to be like, this is this is where I am. This is where I will not budge. We can move around in this area, see where our areas overlap, but we're not leaving this area. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely stand your ground. You know, so this is my my where I know this is where I need to be. You know, sometimes you do gotta step out, but not times mm-hmm. out of ten, you know, you know yourself, you know exactly um, where you want to go, your business and and the situation at hand. So you stick to your guns and just you know follow through with that. You know, you'll probably make better decisions and just be okay. Um, actually, just sticking to it. So that, that, that thing is really good. It's really good. So overall, I just wanted to get, get you guys thoughts about why is it so important just to negotiate in life, you know, business, personally, you know, any aspect of life, why it's so important just to know how to put yourself out there, um, listen to the opportunities that's given to you and make the right decision for yourself. I mean, it's really important because you're kind of always negotiating. Yeah. Um, you're always negotiating. Whenever you meet somebody, you're always negotiating. Whenever you make plans, make plans, you're... anything, you're always negotiating. So if you practice negotiating in life, you'll you'll get to where you want to be. Um, because you can't let people walk all over you, but you can't be too stuck in. Hey, I want this. I want this. It has to. Be I want this. Way. It has to be this way. No other way. This is what I want. It, it can't be like that in life. Or a business. You can um, bend, but you can never break. Yeah, you can bend, mm. but you can't break. Mm. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and my two cents too is that you have to know how to navigate people, places, and things. And the only way to do that is to know yourself and you know put yourself out there and just to stick to your guns. And I'm gonna keep on saying it like that because there's a lot of things that's out there that we know is not for us, or maybe we don't know. But we, we know, like, we, we worked on something. We know exactly where we want to go um, in any aspect of our life. But we kind of, like, jump ship too much. And that's when we see people, you know, not really realizing who they are. Or, you know, they their thing go to, to shame. Or, like, they, they, they're forgetting their morals. But what you guys said, you know what I'm saying? If you just know how to actually maneuver um, and, and get out of comfort zone, but never uh, forget who you really are in business and it's a life, you know, it'll take you a long, long way um, to a place that you really want to be at. Yeah, cool. So the uh, the and any brothers, you know, where can people find more about what you guys are doing? Hopefully get some sauce from you guys and stay connected to what you guys are up to. Uh, you can go to our website, andyfactory.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can check out our Instagram, Instagram. which is, is Uncle, Del's Mambo. Uncle Del's Mambo. Um, our Facebook page, Andy Factory. I believe it's at Andy Factory. At Andy Factory, um, yeah. But it, you can uh, order online. It ships anywhere in the United States. Um, and or you, you can DM us on you Instagram. Can, you can if DM. you're local, then we can deliver to you free. Yeah, if you're in the DMV area. Yeah, we nice. do free deliveries if you're in the DMV area. Um, and just you can just DM us or email us at info at andyfactory.com. Nice, awesome. Mumble sauce is the way to go. And I already know the Annie brothers have the secret sauce to the secret sauce. So definitely get you guys uh, one. But Annie brothers, thank you guys for coming on the show. We can't wait to see what's more store for you guys. And we definitely stay connected to everything you guys are doing. Yes, thank sir. you for having us. All right. Talk soon, brothers. All right. All right. See you. Bye.